It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Help us without them. Yes, that's right. I know uh, he is. Yeah, I wonder if you could send him around to a good Oculus in the neighborhood. Why, sure, sure I could. No trouble at yeah, all. I could go myself, but, uh, well, he's not feeling too well this morning, and I ought to get right back. Whatever the bill is, you know I'm good for it. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Why, sure, I'll do that right away for you, Dr. O'Connor. Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, thank you, Dr. The old gentleman, my best, Doctor. Uh, sure, sure, I, I will. Dave? Yeah, did the lawyer come? No, did you get the glasses? Yeah, I gave them to Mr. Herman. Come on in the kitchen. I got the medicine, Myra. Oh. Myra, you know what these things are that he's been taking? No, not exactly. Well, this is bismuth. Stuff he takes after each meal, three or four of them. The stuff he's due to take right now. Dave. Now, no, wait a minute. These are thiocyanate. He only takes these once in a while for his heart. Just one of them. Unless that one, because I got bigger tablets this time. Dave, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, if he took three or four of these, instead of his bismuth, by mistake, it would kill him. Dave, no. By mistake, I said. It couldn't be. Yes, it could. Look at the tablets. you tell them apart? Hardly. If they were in the wrong bottle. But afterwards, they know if they're in the wrong bottle, they'd know that somebody No, must... he'd think it was all right from the shape. But afterwards, we'd put him back in the right bottle. Well, then they'd know it couldn't be a mistake. They'd know, they'd know he could read right on the bottle from the label. No, they wouldn't. They'd know he couldn't read the label. They'd know he couldn't read anything. His glasses. That's right, his glasses. And the oculist would have to swear to it. Dave, are you sure... Are you sure he can't see? He's blind as a bat without him. That much I know is real. Don't you see? It's the only way, Myra. It's a chance of a lifetime. No tampering with anything. No changing labels so they could analyze glue if they got suspicious. None of that. I know, but... And don't forget his lawyer's coming today. Couldn't we just tell him to go? What about the money? David, I can't think. The front door. That must be the lawyer now. Yeah, it is. And see him standing outside. What should we do? Get rid of him. Well, hurry before he rings again. He might hear us. Well, I tell him. Well, what you told me to tell him that he's had a bad turn. We're calling the doctor, and then if he asks any questions any time, we could say it was. Yeah. All right. 
Good morning, Mr. Eldridge. Well, how do you do, Dr. O'Connor? Uh, uh, say, I, I'm sorry you had to come way out here, but my uncle has had sort of a bad turn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nothing serious. Uh, no, I we're think. calling a doctor. I, I oh. don't think it's anything serious, Mr. Eldridge. I, I don't see how it could be. Why, no. But uh, he was wondering if, if you could come back some other day. Oh, I see. Well, it's just a matter of his uh, signature on a document. Yeah, well, I'm really afraid he is not with Mr. Eldridge. I see. Well, uh, perhaps I could uh, phone him later in the day. Could uh, I say I could phone him? There'd uh, be no objection to that, would there? Uh, no, no, no. But if there's any message, I, I could give it to him later. Yes, well, uh, you might say that I've made the uh, changes that he requested. He'll know what I mean. All right, I'll, I'll do that. And, and thank you, Mr. Eldridge. Thank you, Doctor. And good day, sir. Uh, goodbye. Has he gone? Yeah. Did he? No, no, no. It was all right. What is it, Dave? Did he say anything? Oh, he said that he made the changes, whatever they were, and that he'd understand. He said that all he wanted was his signature on some document. His will? He didn't say that. Oh. Now or never, Myra. Oh, Dave, let me just think. Just for a minute. Come on, what about it? Yes. All right. All right. So here are the two bottles. Come on now. Oh, Dave, no. You've got to come. Why? Because, because you have. All right. You don't have to say anything. All right. someone at the front door? Uh, no, there hasn't been anyone here. Has there, Myra? No. Oh, I thought it might have been Mr. Eldridge. Here, I got your medicine. Well, you took long enough about it. I'll put it over here by the bed where you can get it. Well, what do you want, Myra? I I just came to get your tray. <clears throat> Didn't Willie like his breakfast? Oh, it was too hot, of course. I'll give it to him now. Have you got water for your pills? Yes. Uh, what about my glasses? Oh, they'll be ready this evening. Oh, all right. You show Mr. Eldridge up here the minute he arrives. Yes, yes, I will, Uncle Ed. Yes. Want me to take the tray? No. I got it. Oh, Dave, how could we? What's the use of that? It's done now. It's horrible. Is it? Don't you realize that we're... That it's... Murder? All right, it is, and I'm glad. Dave, don't say that. What's the difference what you call it? It was the only thing to do. It's even better for him this way. David, I'm afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Listen. Yeah. He's wheeled himself over to take his pills. Dave, does it... Will it take long? At his age, and if his heart is anything like what the doctor says it is, no. Is it... Painful? No. Like a heart attack, that's all. What was that? He must have fallen. Then he... Yeah, yeah. A minute anyway. We ought to go up. Oh, no, wait a minute. But the bottles... That's plenty of time. Shouldn't you wear gloves or something? No, I thought it. I'd look funnier if there weren't any fingerprints. David, we ought to go up. Even if... I mean, it would look better. Oh, all right. We'll have to call the doctor. We'll have to anyway, either way. I suppose. Don't worry. It, it won't be like that. The wheelchair's empty. He's not here. Quick, look in the closet. No. Under the bed. Dave. Look, Willie. He's dead. The dog is dead, Myra. But how? 
There's a note on the chair. Oh. What? Dave, what is it? It's from him. It says, my dear, dear niece and nephew, the thing has at last occurred which I have always known would someday inevitably occur. Poor little Willie has given his life to save mine. Oh. It may interest you to know that from my window, I saw Mr. Eldridge leaving the house. I also suspect that the incident of breaking my glasses was not quite an accident. And so, my dear children, I have gone to the police. And the little bottles with their transposed contents are in my pocket as final and conclusive evidence of your murderous intent. Fortunately, I have never been quite as helpless as I allowed you to believe and have, in fact, conserved my strength for precisely such an emergency, a circumstance to which it now appears I owe my life. For your further information, Mr. Eldridge was not coming to change my will. Yes. Now my would-be heirs and assigns. A fond farewell. I will see you in court. Your loving Uncle Ed. P.S. Did you hear my body fall? I thought you would like that. I did. How could he have gotten out? Oh, down the front stairs while we were... <sighs> you said he couldn't read the label. He didn't. He tried it on the dog. What can he do? Attempted murder. Twenty years to life. Would they believe... They'd believe what everybody else believes, a fine old gentleman. Why? There it is. David. Yes? Are there any more? What? The pills? Myra. There isn't anything else to do, is there, David? No. I guess not. Are there more? Enough? Yes, of the little ones in my pocket. These? Yeah. How many? Oh, half a dozen. You said it didn't hurt. No, not much. Oh, oh David, I didn't want to have children. Front door. Look out the window, see who it is. David, I... What's there to be afraid of now? Couldn't we, couldn't we go away somewhere, some other country? With what? It's probably the police now. David, here. You'd better go down and tell them something, anything, just so they'll leave us alone. Give us some time. Yes, all right. Myra. Yes? Goodbye, darling. No, wait. Go on. Good, goodbye. Yes, officer? Good evening, Mrs. O'Connor. I'm sorry, but... Yes, Clancy, I know. I'm afraid you don't, ma'am. I've got some bad news for you, Mrs. O'Connor, about your uncle. Yes, Clancy, yes. I don't know how he could have got out there, but he was just hit by a car. Yes. Hit? Yes, ma'am. He's dead. Dead? Yes, sir. Dead? Dead! 
I tried, but they stopped me. David had died before I got there. That's all. I just wanted to have children. I wish I was dead. Suspense. Produced, edited, and directed by William Spear. Tonight you heard Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard as stars of Too Little to Live On. Now Mr. Spear joins our stars at the microphone. Ozzie and Harriet, may I tell you sincerely that you are great. Well, thank you indeed, Bill. You really mean it? I certainly do. Well, thanks. It's been a real experience to do a show of this kind, Bill. I don't know about Ozzie there, but I never plotted a murder before. (laughs) (laughs) And we had such a fine accomplice in the control booth, too. I'm, I'm blushing attractively. Uh, incidentally, I'm told that you inherit this broadcast time next week. Yeah, that's right, Bill. Next Friday night at the same time, Harriet and I will be acting like ourselves again in our own show, The Adventures of Ozzy, that's me, and Harriet, that's her. This is our last Sunday coming up. Uh-huh. Well, how about suspense, Bill? You're changing time, too, aren't you? We are, and we have some pretty exciting things planned. Beginning a week from tomorrow, that's uh, Saturday, January 3rd, suspense will be broadcast as a full-hour series every Saturday from 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Full hour, that's wonderful. Tell more. Well, with us every Saturday during the series, as the man who'll lay down the welcome mat and play host to our listeners will be a very, very distinguished star. I'm very happy and very honored to have him with us. I'll give you another hint. He's an actor-director. I guess you're going to make us wait for his name, huh? Just creating suspense, Harriet. (laughs) The gentleman's name is Mr. Robert Montgomery. Oh, that's really something. Oh, Bob is great, Bill. Ought to be a wonderful series. Well, shall we... Wish each other some kind of good luck or something? Fine. I'm sure you've had a Merry Christmas, so let's put in a plug for a Happy New Year to you. And a Happy Friday from now on, too. And a Happy Saturday to you, Bill. Ozzie and Harriet appeared through the courtesy of International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling and 1847 Rogers Brothers Silver Plate. Tonight's suspense play, Too Little to Live On, was written by Robert Richards. Appearing in it were Joseph Kearns, who played Uncle Ed, Wally Mayer, Frank Albertson, and Jerry Hausner. Music composed by Lucian Morrowick was conducted by Lud Gluskin. Next week at the same time, listen to the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Next Saturday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, listen to Mr. Robert Montgomery in Suspense. CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.